That's a bloody good idea, Mike. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Brain Stew, the ultimate A to Z podcast. opinions of that of our own and do not reflect or promote the views of others here we go again we are back we are back it's and this is K. episode K. <laughs> that was the longest one yet that's what she said <laughs> i'm sure she did hey craig just quickly guess who's back back again swaney's back Jalapeno friend. <laughs> Hello, man. Hello. Hello, guys. Hi. It's amazing to have you back. Sorry, I overspoke you. There. No, I no. Apologize. He bloody well enjoyed himself on the ABK special episode, so he, he's come back to join us again. Yeah, we have not locked him in the bunker and left him here for the three weeks that have <laughs> elapsed in between and fed him purely hula hoops and ABK. Well, to yeah. be fair, I could have fucking loved to have had a bit of that. Hula hoops. ABK soaked, for three weeks. ABK. Imagine that, a bowl, like cereal. Full, full of hula hoops or space raiders <laughs> no I see only way Doritos would be palatable hey. <laughs> fucking sopping in beer oh, that's rank though isn't it hula hoops and beer I thought you meant Doritos <laughs> no. you're totally rank anyway yeah. anyway so, uh, <laughs> if you missed that go back and listen to the ABK special plenty of beers were had yeah it was great fun wasn't it um, there was oh, there was some there were some funny moments there was uh, um, and you guys all found out um who won title fight? Yeah. Fucking, should we spoil it or should we? Uh... Well, yeah, no. Probably. Everyone knew who was going to win anyway. <laughs> Hint, Tadger. <laughs> Hint, Tadger. Hint, give it away. Hint, we'll edit that out. All yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> right, before we go into episode K and tell you the, the band this week, shall we, um, uh, Martin, you know what's coming up. Tell the listeners. Are you guys going to check the mail? That's it. Bring out the he mail. He knows it. Shut up. Shut up. Fuck off. The, uh, <laughs> the postie just drove past, mate. There's no mail. <laughs> postie. It's your letters. Right, okay. So, Chutney. <laughs> Why do people do this? Why can't we just have normal names in here? Chutney from Evesham says, uh, Drunk Cast was epic. Love it. Although A.B. Dunkel tastes like ass, I think we're all in agreement on that one. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, sorry, A.B.K., but it, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely a, an acquired taste, maybe, isn't it? Maybe the Dunkel gave him the, the chutney. <laughs> the chutney rings thing. <laughs> Don't drink Dunkel, it gives you ass chutney. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's... Okay. Um, Nemo. Nemo says, Jimmy Eat World are just perfect. Loved the episode. We we liked that episode as well, didn't we? Yeah, it was good. One of our favourite bands. And Jimmy Eat World are just perfect. Uh, Carlos says, um, can't wait for the Weather State episode. Yeah. Damn you, COVID. Damn you. Yeah, we were supposed to record this week, but um, one of the guys has got COVID, so we'll be doing that soon. And because we don't do this remotely, because that was something that came into my head the other day, we talked about postponements and saying, like, I imagine there's people out there going, so yeah, we're just, you know, it's... 21st century man just like do it through zoom but we we like having our guests here and and touching them and stuff so it, it's just kind of <laughs> martin will attest to that surely uh, so yeah it's, it, I, I think after so many 
years of, of like not having contact with people and being having to like experience music and stuff like that by you know zoom and video and stuff like that to actually be back in the room doing this it wouldn't feel the same mm-hmm. having like a you know kind of a, a zoom version of where they stay in here it'd be much better to wait and have the guys in here doing their thing properly yeah yeah we had a potential guest um uh messaged us the other day didn't they saying um what, what do we do, do yeah we do some zoom and it was like no yep. no come on in yep do it in person and uh yeah we do not pay your expenses um, <laughs> we do in crisps in crisps and in chuckles yeah um okay so two more emails can you remember rich bungie from stoke bungie bungie oh yeah 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 rich is emailed yeah don't take the piss out my name please <laughs> that's a fair point rich bungie it's bungers it's one of those, <laughs> those surnames right? you know he gets get gets ripped can't talk gets ripped at school so there's a couple of things here yeah. Just tell us your name's Rich. Problem solved. <laughs> you put Bungie on there, not us. Uh, but we, we will respect your wishes, Rich Bungie, and we will not take the piss out of your amazing name. I like it. All right. That's it for the mail this week. No. No? No. There's always one more, Jay. Oh. It's, it's your boy, Pete. Yeah. Pete's emailed him. What's he up to? You ready? And Pete says, knock, knock. Who's there? No, that's all he said. (laughs) Literally just says, knock, knock. Knock, knock at your back door, mate. (laughs) 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 She stood there with Michael Myers' mask on. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, I'm I'm starting to worry. Um, So, yeah, maybe, um, okay, Pete, in response, who's there? Look forward to next week when maybe we'll find out the end of this joke will take six weeks. Quite possibly, but, yeah. you know, if, if Pete does it, Pete does it. I worry, though, if one week Pete doesn't um, doesn't message him, we need to, like, check on him and make sure he's Send okay. someone yeah, around. Like, literally, like, you've not sent us any weird shit this week, Pete. Yeah. Welfare check. Yeah, like, totally. We're, we're caring people here at Brainstorm. Um So, yeah, if you've got any, um, any feedback or any uh, information you'd like to share with us, um, any cool story, bros? Um, we did a yes. social post on that this, this week. Um, just send us a message, chat at brainstew.co.uk. And it could be anything at all, any topic, any subject. Yeah. We'll read out. DMs are open. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay, so now moving on to episode key. <laughs> and who's it going to be this time? Cool in the gang. Fuck off. <laughs> Alright, try again. Cooler Ken. shaker. Hang on, let's go over to Martin. You got one, Martin? No, I haven't. Craftwork, oh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> okay. Kanye West. <gasps> I've got that written down. Oh, so I'm just doing it. Sorry, I, oh. the way you're looking at me, I'm like, oh, am I doing them all of them? <laughs> I haven't got any more. Oh. All right, I've got a couple. Kansas. What? <laughs> what is Kansas? You know, it's um, Dorothy's mate. Where she went. With Toto. Oh, okay, sorry. Um. <laughs> Kalinsky. Oh, oh, I was going to say oh, <laughs> Oh. Nah. Um, for, for any of you listeners that don't know who Kalinski is, that's mine and Chris's old band. 
How many years old is that now? Uh, it was established in uh, April 20. <laughs> no, two, yeah, 2004. Shall we reveal the... Uh... Yeah, sorry, let's talk about that, ready? <laughs> it's Knuckle Puck. Man, I was going to do Cool and the Gang again. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Knuckle Puck, yay! <laughs> Tell us who the bloody hell Nickle, Nickleback is. <laughs> Nickelback are a second-rate Canadian band famous for marrying into Avril Lavigne, uh, the newly found uh, originator of punk pop, apparently. Okay, can you rewind? Yeah, uh, yeah, scratch with that. Um, Knucklepuck is an American rock band formed in 2010 in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. The group started out covering songs before the band members decided to write songs the following year. One of the things I like about Knucklepuck is yeah. the fact that it's basically it's the same guys um, who started it um, are still in the band, so they haven't had lots of lineup changes. And I think that that seems to be mm. quite a rare thing these days. Sort of ten years into their career, it's still the same guys. So they've obviously got you know the fabric is something that works really well, and and you know <laughs> they obviously like each other because they can tour, write together, and do all those things together. And I think that's possibly. Um, Something which a lot of other bands maybe don't have. Okay, should we have a uh, chat about where everybody sort of first heard about Knuckle Puck? Maybe like the first song or um, album, Martino? Yeah, so the first song that I heard was um, a song called Fences, which was off uh, like a two-track thing. I don't know if it was like a split with like another band or something like that. But yeah, um, yeah, a song called Fences. Um, they did a split with um, Neck Deep, didn't they? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, it was uh, a student who actually showed me that song, uh, and initially I wasn't too keen. Um, but then I started listening to like Copacetic album, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really cool. So. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think I think it was Pretense. First one I heard was obviously. A bit later after all the EPs, but uh, yeah, what a song. Yeah, my kind of um, sort of journey in with them is that I could never really get past pretense. Like, not not in a bad way, but just like every time I listen to them, I'm like, I hear that song and I'm like, ah, that's, that's, I've got to to listen to that again. I know you've seen them live. Did you see them live and then discover the songs or was... I knew pretense and I I can't remember how it, I think I was going through a phase of trying to find new bands and... Um, on Apple Music, you've got that bit at the bottom that says, if you like this band, you may like other bands like that. And mm. I, I think I stumbled across Knucklepuck as one of them. And then I listened to Pretense and I was like, oh, my fucking God. And, and like, it, it's one of the best songs um, out there. Yeah, it, it just has everything in that song. Um, and I was like kind of listening to that and then listen to the next track on the album and be like, ah, it's not as good. No. But not, again, like, it's <clears throat> kind of like, you know, discovering like Bohemian Rhapsody first and then listening to the rest of Queen and being like, oh, well, none of us is as good as that because you've literally hit them on a high. So it's, it's not disrespectful to Knucklepuck to be like, I heard your one of, you know, in my opinion, like one, the best song you've written. And then some of the other stuff didn't really kind of hold the same amount of, of like what with that. But yeah, I love that song and it's so well written and, yeah. and the arrangement and just, I think the bit that really got me was just, again, that the vocal style and, and the passion that they put into it. And just the yeah everything that goes on in there. How can you not like that song? So that that was my first kind yeah. of foray into it. I listened to a couple of other bits off the off the Copacetic album. Was like, yeah, it's good, but I want to listen to to um, Pretense again. And went through that cycle quite a lot. 
and then kept coming back to it, be like, all right, listen to a bit more right, Evergreen. That's a really nice song, but still pretense. So that that was my kind of first okay. sort of um, foray into them. For me, they're one of these bands like. I didn't really hear much in the way of the EPs kind of building up to the album releases, but for the the three albums that they have released, they kind of there's not really bad songs on on there for me. They're kind of you know with like some bands you listen to, like oh that's a good single, or there's two or three good releases, and then you're like, but the album as a whole it doesn't do much for me. Yeah, you feel like there's like a bit of filler on that, and it's like yeah. oh that's a song that you that could have been a B side. Yeah, I feel like any of those three. Knuckle Puck albums after you know giving them a fair bit of listening mm. I can put them on and they, there's nothing I want to skip really okay. which is quite cool um, especially 2020 I think I think I remember saying it might have been to you actually about yeah, it being well, like yeah. one of my favourite albums of probably the last of the decade probably like yeah, you, yeah. I think you, I remember you saying it was your favourite album of 2020 because they released yeah. it in 2020 yeah yeah no it's yeah. just solid what's it called? Um, 2020 I think fuck <laughs> off <laughs> No, but it's it's a solid pop punk album, and it's really it's probably way more overproduced than Copacetic. Um, probably their cleanest sounding album, really, of the three. Yeah, yeah, I um, would say so. I've got to admit, I love the guitar sound on Copacetic. Yeah, I just love the again, like the, the start of um, Pretense, just the guitar on its own when it starts. That that's just like guitar sound porn. <laughs> that's, that's just like my ultimate. That's how a guitar should sound like. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Absolutely love it. All right. Albums then. Um, if you had to pick one of the three albums for you, Martin. Um, it's a tough one because talking about the like production stuff, I really love the songs on Copacetic. Yeah. But the overall production I'm not a fan of. All right. Um, so this is coming from like a professional opinion because obviously this is, this is what, what you do, isn't it? So that's kind yeah. of a, that's a really big yeah. insight into it, isn't it? That you, you can look at it and go, well, it's not the greatest. Yeah, it's just, I find, well, I might be planting some seeds, but I find when you listen to that album, it's very heavily compressed and they've jacked the high end, like really high. So if you listen to it, it's just absolutely slammed yeah. all the time. Um, so it can be a bit kind of uncomfortable to listen to, but the songs are solid. They're so good. But um, yeah, uh, I don't know really. Out twenty twenty, uh, I forget the one before. Um, Shapeshifter. Shapeshifter. Yeah. That's it. Um, there's probably not as many big songs on Shapeshifter. There's some some oh some beautiful. There's some stand up songs, yeah. but not yeah. kind of as big as the other two albums. I don't think. Yeah, um, I'd probably for Copacetic is is my favourite because it's got that kind of came at a right time with yeah. that sad boy kind of pop punk thing that was going on mm-hmm. so uh, yeah I'd probably say songwriting wise Copacetic yeah cool alright uh, exactly the same I, I think like it, I, I don't think it's a sad thing when like um, again this is all subjective but like you hear a band and nothing beats their debut and I, I don't think there's anything to be taken away from that I think it's you know fucking awesome work for having an, a, an album that's so good you've never quite been able to in my eyes been able to replicate that and I, I don't think that's a bad thing commercially it might be but I don't think from like you know an artistic point of view having something like Copacetic and being like that's a fucking banging album your other albums have been really really good but just not as good as that and you know that's yeah I wonder if um, if they went back now and re-recorded uh, Copacetic um to the sound quality of 2020 or maybe the budget I don't know what 
what's needed there. But that's a great question, isn't it? I think if they re-recorded that or remixed that or something, it would it would stand out more. Yeah, I, I'm not so sure. I feel like, or is it kind of they've captured that moment? There? Yeah, I think for me personally, like I say, I'm I'm not a fan of like the overall production of it, but um, I think there's a certain charm about it. Yeah, it's a it's quite a unique sounding production in terms of how it's been mixed and stuff. It's it's really trebly, isn't it? Yeah, don't you think? Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. After a few songs, you like you say, you almost. You don't, you don't want to turn it off, but there's that sort of background noise that you kind of like. See, I'm I'm a sucker for that. Yeah, it's, it's like whenever I've played like uh, electric guitar and stuff like that, I'm always like treble, treble. Yeah, like I must have been playing for about five years before I realised what mids did. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> treble, treble, and like that kind of yeah. So for me, that's like that again, like an untrained ear. But that that's my kind of I love it, and I just the rawness of that album. But I I, I think like when you say like them going in and recording it or them going in and recording it with different people like like you said they've, they've captured something there which it, which is amazing and it's a it's another question for like maybe a, a whole like other like different part of a podcast but asking like a band to go back in and pick an album that they, mm. they they've produced and and then go and re-record it i mean like if you had to pick one band and one album to do that what a fucking oh, question yeah, right. that let's not do that now because <laughs> that, that takes off a massive tangent but what a question um yeah. But yeah, I, I love what they've done with this, and I, I think it's a uh, uh, bits for me are like the 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 clear like heartfelt lyrics, and the I, I think it fucks me off when when a band can write a song and you can you can maybe hear it in the lyrics that there's a lot of, a lot going on here, but it never comes across in the delivery. And these guys are like the fucking polar opposite of that. Yeah. That it's like you feel every bit, you know, yeah, you can totally like, you know, get the feels and especially on pretense, what, you know, in the bit when they're talking about, um, the overbearing demeanor and that stuff and, and that kind of like second verse bit every time I hear that. And then when they do it live as well, it's like, fuck, wow, just feel the passion, you know, and, and the kind of the real energy behind that. So, yeah, I think if, if a band achieves that, if, if one person can listen to that and be like, oh man, I totally get you. That's amazing. That's fucking job. done. Yeah, definitely. No, it's cool. It's interesting looking at the the Spotify levels though. That pretense is kind of the lower end, the six point nine million. Yeah, I had to like scroll down a fair bit to get it as well. So there, there was kind of I was expect again, like given that I I think because there's six point nine million on there for pretense, I think I'm four point four million of them. <laughs> um, but like, I, I was <clears throat> really, really kind of like wowed by it because in my eyes that is that is their greatest song. I mean, like songs like Gone fantastic fantastic song but just not as good as pretense and uh, yeah a little bit skewed well, every band's got that one song that kind of piques people's interest and, yeah. and gains more listeners so naturally there's going to be one standout over probably anything mm. um yeah yeah but untitled is the most popular song 14 million yeah i saw that yeah it's like crazy album, isn't yeah. it i mean it's also that's a seven minute long song yeah. that's a great song so I mean, like with the whole like industry being like, oh, songs are like three minutes long, otherwise you lose people's interest. Or that that's a, that's how yeah. long a single in in the years gone before had to be to get into any kind of like chart thing, I, I believe. So to have like your your biggest, I mean, it's, it would be the equivalent of like um, Jimmy Eat World having like Goodbye Sky Harbor is like you know that is your your most mm. downloaded song. It's just like wow, seven minutes because like the middle yeah. of that song that when that breakdown is. How long does that go on for when there's no lyrics and it's just it's, it's kind of like the build it's to great. the end? Love it's it. amazing, but I was listening to it earlier. I was just like, 
fuck me, this guy. Yeah. It's like, shit, I didn't realise <laughs> how actually long this bit was. But yeah, I mean, to have that as your your, your biggest streamer, that's, that's unreal. I had it on yesterday and my wife turned it off because she was like, this song's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going round and round. <laughs> I love it. It's, uh, it's funny you mentioned Goodbye Sky Harbour, actually, because that's, I reckon they drew quite heavily, heavy, heavy influence from Goodbye Sky Harbour. Yeah. Because it is mm. very similar at the end of Untitled when, mm. the, when that kind of instrumental thing goes on and then they just add in little bits mm. here and there. It's very reminiscent of Goodbye Sky Harbour, isn't it? I think that's, it's, it's a good, good, definitely a good thing to have, isn't it? Because that's yeah. an amazing song. And I guess influence-wise as well, like I, I don't, I, I'm not read enough into them to sort of know what they, they state as their influences, but like if you had to say like a sounds like for them, what what would you say that you know like if if you if you you listen to the podcast now you've never listened to Knuckle Puck, and you're like okay so tell me you know what bands would I know that these guys sound like what what would you say? It's never going to be one band. It's going to be like a hybrid, isn't it, yeah. of a couple of bands? Um, so not the band, but there's similar places vocally. It's the clean vocal sound a bit like Shane Told from Silverstein. Okay, only in places, but yeah, that's a, a slight resemblance. Um, but as for the overall sound, sounds like most um, pop punk bands, kind of in the, the American genre. I, but um, I think there's kind of there's an element of um, Wonder Years in there. I, th- I think with with some of the way that things go off, I think it's def- definite. Maybe not as as vocally harsh as as Dan is, but mm. I, I think there's there's a definite element of Wonder Years. And I would say that I was listening to them um, while I was driving all over fucking Dorset the other day, and it was just like. I kind of lost track of what I was listening to and what I was doing and was like, am I listening to Neck Deep right now? And there was just oh. moments in there where it was like, this really does sound like Neck Deep. And it, again, like it's not a bad thing. Neck, Neck Deep are a great band, but it, it was just like, wow, this kind of, who does this sound like? Yeah, it's a little bit Neck Deep-ish. And that, that's kind of something that I was like, yeah. Yeah, they're probably slightly different where they got the, the difference with the, the dual harmonies and vocals. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Well. Like, I mean, they're... they're that that's one of the things that I really really like about the band is they don't just do, you know, verse chorus verse chorus. It, everything is well thought out, and it's it's the way that they take the songs and the builds and and you know getting from A to B is never just a case of I oh, just do a bit of mute in there it'd be fine. It's literally mm. everything seems to be really well thought through, and there's picking parts and subtle harmonies, and then you know really kind of you know strong harmonies as well. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but on like first listens, I couldn't really tell them apart they're singing just on like the first say four or five songs but then i don't know if it's because of where they're from and the accents are similar and stuff but then you can really start pulling them apart when you break the songs down yeah they they're sort of to and fro vocal thing they do it really well like you say yeah. their their voices joe taylor vocalist and nick casasanto i think his name is the guitarist their vocals together blend so nicely mm, yeah. together they yeah. they have the same kind of pitching like same range of vocal and also their kind of sort of timbre is very similar as well mm. i feel like um but there's some slight kind of subtleties between them but it's like if you take taking back sunday for example you can quite clearly hear the distinction between adam Lazar yeah. and john Nolan. yeah oh yeah hugely yeah but yeah. With Knuckle Puck, it's very similar. Um, which well, yeah, I like. I I, either one of them could could be the lead vocal, mm. you know, because you know yeah. it's like some backup are pure backup. Like take Mallory Knox, for instance, you know. Yeah, we were talking um, about the other night, weren't we? Yeah. The contrast between them yeah. is 
Mike is a huge singer, you know, and I know he did take on, uh, I forget his name, Sam, Sam, Sam took on the, the lead vocal for a while, but mm. with, with Knucklepuck, I think either one of those guys could, mm. could go front vocal, so. Yeah, no, it, it's, I mean, what, what a, what an amazing thing to have in a band where you've got, you got two mm. singers who are strong enough to carry the whole band. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fucking unreal. Yeah, isn't definitely. It? They are very talented musically, I mm. feel like, because, um, I think, uh, I forget the drummer's name, Joe Ciorek, C- I think his name is. He's incredible on drums. And, like, you listen to Pretense, and he's even, like, putting in some, like, metal blast beat before the yeah. second verse and stuff, which is cool. Mm. Like, guitar work as well is, like, amazing. Oh, so, it's unreal. And it's, like, I mean, I'm, like, uh, I, I would class myself as an enthusiastic strummer. Like, <laughs> I, I learned music, like, Green Day, just kind of, like, power chords. Yeah. And I never really progressed any further than that. I'm, I'm not ashamed of that. That's kind of that's the music I wanted to play, and I, I, I enjoy playing that way. But when I hear bands like this and what they do, it kind of I feel a little bit ashamed that like I've tried to produce music before and be like, yeah, so I'm just gonna do like four chords in this one. That's okay. And then like hearing how they put stuff together, and again, like there's nothing that is just like a yeah okay so this bit we're just going to go from a to b it's like no 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 we're, we're going to do this and the bass is going to do this and the drums are going to drop down to this and everything is just like it's really pulled out yeah and it's, it's just it's almost like it feels like they challenge themselves every time they go right, okay right, so this part of the song what we're going to do with it whereas a lot of bands may go okay well look you know these these are the chords we're going to go through maybe do you know a little bit of a bass run here or drums will do this yeah. And speaking from experience, because that's what I would have ever done in the band. And these guys are like, no, 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 stop. What we'll do is, and then you're like, fuck, that's that's just yeah, it's patience. They, isn't they it? chuck in the real random like pinch harmonic every so often, or like the, a clean chord here and there where you, it would normally be a distorted one, maybe. So yeah, yeah love it. It's just the little touches like that. I think work really well. Without saying pretense, what what standout song would you recommend to somebody that's never heard Knuckle Puck before? Pretense. <laughs> <laughs> Gone. Gone? That'd be off their second album, wasn't it? Yes, Shapeshifter, yeah. Um, There's some cool stuff on the While I Stay Secluded EP. So, Transparency or But Why Would You Care, I think, are really cool cool songs. Good, good. I'd go uh, Breathe off 2020. Oh, yeah. With um, Derek from Mayday Parade. Parade, Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Really cool song. Um, Yes. Okay, are we. Any more for any more? No, I, I think like it, it's been a um, it, it's been a short, sharp. Oh, live! Let's talk live. <laughs> okay, live. Ha, have you seen them live? Yes. And what did you think? Um, I thought they were incredible. I thought performance-wise, they they can do it. I feel like there's a lot of bands that are, they re- rely heavily for the studio kind of way of making them sound good. Mm. But with Knuckle Park, you can tell that they're actually good at what they do and they can actually replicate what they do live yeah great. i think that's a huge thing isn't it that it's it's not the case again no, it doesn't matter we'll just do something live we'll have a backing track they're on it and they're yeah they're. i've seen them i think i've seen them a couple of times the last time i saw them they were they were headlined for tiny moving parts and um i was so blown away by tiny moving parts i kind of didn't really take in too much of knuckle puck because of how fucking good tiny is moving that parts a classic are. case of you you go to see the support band um Hundred percent, and yeah. and then you stay for the headliner. Yeah, I'd, I'd seen. I think I'd seen Tony Moving Parts in Germany the week before, and it was just like kind of it was on the same tour and the same thing, and it was just like come back and then see them play with Knuckle Puck, and it was just like I don't really care about the other band. And then as, like, as long as they play, play Pretense, it'd be right. And uh, but no, they, they were great. But the, the guy who I went to show with as well, we were both saying like, ah, oh, do you know what? Um, 
Italian bean pasta were amazing. Um, knuckle puck were okay. And I think I'd like to have that again, where it's like actually go and watch Knuckle Puck for Knuckle Puck and would definitely, uh, would definitely enjoy it a bit if more. If you really love Knuckle Puck and want to send Chris some hate mail... I, I'm not dissing him. If you, <laughs> if you really love Knuckle Puck and you want to send me some tickets... Oh, yeah. well, they are actually touring the UK this year in June. They're okay. Playing play the Southampton Guild, not Guildhall. Um, joiners, sorry. Joiners or Loft or 1865? Joiners, I think. In the actual joiners? I think so, yeah. Shit the bed. How have I not known about this? You're pretty busy. Um, I'm going to have to double check this, but it's, it's either joiners or 1865. Okay. But yeah. Fucking joiners amazing. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> sign me up, sign me up. Okay, I guess, anybody got anything more to say about the Knuckleus Buckleus? <laughs> <laughs> no, except for listen to all of those songs that we've recommended and uh, bloody well enjoy them. Cool. In that case, it's time for... Tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, can you remember the Punk Goes Pop compilation? Yes. 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 They did. Uh, gonna say, yeah. They did um, the 1975. You, you know my tidbit, you pricks. It's a great, <laughs> great um, cover. Yeah, they they did um, Chocolate by uh, the 1975. They've that, also that a... done uh, Blink 22 cover. They yeah. have on their new EP. Yeah. We didn't talk about the new bloody EP that just came out. Sorry. So on their new EP, it's really good. Here's your letter. Yeah. Here's oh, your wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. They did it really well. Answer. I was listening to it thinking, as soon as the guitars kicked in, like, oh, this just sounds exactly like the Blink version. Mm. But um, they kind of um, change it up slightly just with the harmonies or like the kind of the pitching. Mm. But yeah, really cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, I think Martin's got some tidbits for us. You've got tidbits. Hang on, well, you need your own bloody um, your own thing for this, don't you? What is Yeah, I like it. So I've got a few actually. Cool. Um, so. Uh, Nick Casasanto, uh, lead vocal. No, he is the guitarist. Sorry, guitarist vocal. Sort of vocals. As yeah. Well. He worked in a school as a janitor um, whilst he was starting out in Knuckle Puck, and then he quit his job as a janitor after one of their tours. Oh wow! Look at that. Uh, I got some more if you want them. Let's have it. Okay. You ready? Go. <laughs> So, uh, bass player, Ryan Runchax, I think his name is. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, He uh, is in a band called Home Safe, where he does guitar and vocals. And he is also in a band with Dan Lampton from Real Friends called Rationale, where he plays drums. Oh, he's a... Very talented boy. Yes, yeah, multi instrumentalist. Fair play. Look at that. How many bands is um, the other guy in as well? Uh, Dan. Dan Lampton, Real Friends. Uh, Well, he's obviously left Real Friends now. Yeah. So he is, I think, just in Rationale. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, Yeah. um, 
But with Rationale, Joe Taylor, vocalist of Knuckle Puck, is also in that band. So he plays guitar uh, as well. They've all got fingers in each other's pies. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Just like, nice. But if you've got that amount of talent and you can do that, and that's your day job, fucking fair play. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah good shout. I'm always so envious of people like that who can just like be... Not like you know, everybody can play like a little bit of something or like at a, a lower level, but to be like super skilled in like each genre, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's, it's some of it's got to be graft, but you know, there's natural talent and there's graft, isn't there? And there's yeah. kind of you know, there's there's people who can work their entire life at it and still not be great at it, where there's people who can, and I'm not at all suggesting these guys have just fallen into it, but it's like it's that you know, if you're fucking good at it and, and you get it, then that, that, that's mm. that's enormous, isn't it? Yeah, fair, fair play. play. Fair play. Any more, Martin? Any more? Uh, that's all I've got, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I guess we're going to head into the other section called Other Bands, beginning with Key! Key, 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 key! Fuck off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember the jingle went. <clears throat> there wasn't a jingle did for that do, bit. Do we never do a jingle for this bit? That's why you can't remember it. I can do one if you want. <laughs> no. Other Bands, beginning with Key! No, that's the ABK uh, drunk, drunk cast one. It is. Other bands beginning with K. <laughs> this is going to be painful. All right. What you got? I have got Kids in Glass Houses. Ooh. It's about the only one I can... Ooh, good of... shout. I googled this earlier because it is pretty tough. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Well, kind of staying in the pop punk alt rock genre. Yeah, I, I've got, um, I've I've had to venture into alt rock and like to the to the realms of alt rock, almost into rock. And yeah. I've got Kings of Leon. And the only reason I've got Kings of Leon is for the bucket. Not the bucket, four kicks even. Yeah. That's that's the only kind of alt-rocky, punky-poppiness I can grab from it. Yeah, they're probably more indie, aren't they? Indie yeah, rock. that's what I'm, I'm, um, I'm like. If, if, the, if there were straws, I'd be clutching at them right now. <laughs> okay. Um, I also found Caius, which I don't know if you guys know Caius. Oh, yeah. Um, Josh Hom used to be in that band. Um, but they're more... They're probably a straight rock band, really, aren't they? Like they're not yeah. kind of old rock. So I'm kind of in your boat a little bit there with Kings of Leon. Um, Chris is currently pouring a some sweet nectar into his. There it is. That's not somebody urinating. Uh. <laughs> um, have you got any for us? I've got one. Have you? Uh, kids can't fly. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's only because I googled this earlier. Forgot about them. I saw kids in glass houses. I yeah. knew you would take that one. Yeah. So uh, I found that one. Young Blood by Kids in Glass Houses. That was a great song. Was it Young Blood? I think. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> gonna sing it now. Oh, no, is that the one that goes, hey? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I thought it was that one. Yeah. Is it that one? Let it out. Yes! Yeah. I'm sure it's Young Blood, isn't it? Let it, yeah, it is. probably is, yeah. Yeah. Young boy. Yeah. That's the guy. <laughs> Just. Um, yeah. I have also I've got... i it in style of David Bowie. <laughs> young boy! <laughs> A band which I've recently discovered in the last couple of weeks. Corn? Um, no. <laughs> Corn are from way back, 90s, maybe? Yeah, 90s. 90s. Can Um, I just talk to you about Corn? What What do you want to talk about there, (laughs) Jim? Well, buttered? No. Popped? (laughs) Is there a tribute band called Corn? Called Corn? Corn. 
Quorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the less meaty version. That that that's that's all I want to know. That's all I've got if, to say about that. If there isn't, the bloody well should. That's be. what I mean. Like everything is just like exactly the same, yeah. except their logo just says Quorn on it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, um, still with the uh, backwards R in there. Yeah, literally yeah. that. But it's just it's, and like and Mo, if, if that's not been done, yeah. someone is missing an opportunity out there. What well, and, and Mo Farah um, <laughs> announcing them on stage. What I was going to say was a band I discovered in the last couple of weeks called Koyo or Koyo. Oh, you played that to me. The yeah, K O Y O, and um, they are on Pure Noise Records, and they sound similar to. Four years strong, I want to say, mm. in places. Um, check out a song called Straight North, which is really cool. Um, I'm yet to listen to any more than that, but okay. really good so far on first listen. So that's Koyo. Cool. All right. Well, that takes us swiftly into our lovely, lovely next topic, which you may remember Yeah. title fight ended with a supreme champion. Tadger. Tadger. All hail Tadger. Yeah. Tadger. So, because we love doing the um, the feature so much, we've decided to do Title Fight Season 2, only this time not with animals. That'll stop the letters coming in. <laughs> so, what we've chosen this time is we are choosing um, characters from films, Martin. Characters okay. from films. And it just so happens that in Title Fight Season 2... You are opening this for us, so we're going to get ready for this and, and we're going to hit you with your first title fight and we can talk it out. Are we ready? I'm so fucking excited right now. <laughs> Moist. Title fight season two. Movies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Previously, title fight took place in a... A Lidl's car park. Next to the trolleys. This time, it takes place in a Morrison's cafe. Okay, <laughs> all right? So, in a Morrison's cafe, we have got Professor Sherman Klump from, from The Nutty Professor. Um, and he has an unlimited bubble gun gum. Bubble gun... Bubble gum gun, that's it. And he is fighting Ronald Weasley who is armed with a 14-inch rubber dick. <laughs> Things are going to get sticky, I boy. Well, someone's going to get... Yeah, it's, it's so... It's basically a fight to the death between these two yeah. in a Morrison's Cafe. Clump versus Ron, bubble gum gun versus massive cock rubber version. What's going down? Go. OK. So, Clump has got that... Bubble gum gun. Uh, I mean, how big are the bubbles? Are they like like, like you know man sized bubbles? It can be whatever you want. It could, even, it could even be. It could even be <laughs> fantasy. <yeah. laughs> he could even be firing like sort of like not even chewed bubble gum at Weasley. So like hover bubbles, just yeah. And Weasley's like trying to fucking chop them away with his yeah. massive floppy cock. Just, just literally open them and launch them solid. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Ron Weasley can't use any magic either. Okay, so None he's literally, he's got this big old rubber dick. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, well, he's going to have to get close to Clump, isn't he? He's literally going to have to beat Clump to death yeah. with a rubber cock. Yeah, literally just smacking that heavy old cock <laughs> in his face. So well, she- I, I, I said to Jane, we were discussing this earlier, I reckon what he's got to do is he's got to grab it by the helmet 
and he's got to fucking hammer him with it because the bollocks will be the meaty end of it. He's got to beat Clump to death with rubber bollocks. Yes. Uh, yeah. Surely, though, Clump's firing that gun and, and Ron's feet are now stuck to the floor. Yeah, there is not. Yeah. See, I was going to say that the bubble gun gun would be this big old bubble that would just encase Ron Weasley with his rubber dick <laughs> for all eternity. So he's going to suffocate him? All right. Yeah, probably, yeah. Show so, some bubble gun, maybe, as well. So who's going through, then? Is it Clump? I think it's Clump. Rude boy. Clump has defeated the 14-inch dick-wielding magician. Magician? <laughs> said this the other night they, they do magic they're magicians <laughs> <laughs> we, we were watching um, the Fantastic Beasts and I said to my wife I was like what kind of magician is he she's like he's a wizard you twat and I was like it's the same thing he does magic he's a magician oh, um, while, while we're talking about it um, I went to see the new Fantastic Beasts last night yep number three how These are they Secrets of Dumbledore mm-hmm. there's some big secrets in that film yeah go and bloody see it brilliant film cool alright I will. Um, I will do that yeah. Thank you. Just brace yourselves for those secrets, though. Really? <laughs> Bloody secret. It's good, because sometimes you go and watch films and there's, like, the title, there's nothing about what's on the title. Yeah. And this one clearly is a lot of secrets about a man called Dumbledore. Mm. I-, I can tell you the secrets if you like. No, I'd rather you You don't have to see the film, then? No, well, it'd save me money, but no. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, Professor Sherman Clump has just fucked over Ron Weasley with a bubble gum gun. Yeah? Into the next round he goes, yeah? Yeah? Nice. Nice. All right, cool. So that quite rounds up that. So should we do this, that the winner of this is going to take on Tadger? <laughs> I'd love to see, like, John McClane versus Tadger. No, I reckon we do it so that... In a Morrison's. <laughs> yeah, so each one goes through to the ultimate title fight mm-hmm. until we get to eight ultimate title fight yeah. winners. That's what I mean, yeah. So, like, we'll yeah. do, like, the same Royal Rumble thing again at the end of this. Yeah. And then the winner of this one takes on the winner of the last one to see who is the ultimate champion. And then they, they go forward in the next one. Mm. And then it could be, like, you know, like Mr. Men or something like that the next time. <laughs> We're going to have some random fights. <laughs> Mr. Twit. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Tickle is, like, getting proper fucked up by Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, worry about the next one. Anyway, we're on to Cool Story Bro next. Oh, There's a jingle for this. Every time that baseline. Cool story, bro. <laughs> right, <clears throat> I've got some um, face palming headlines before we go into cool story. Love Would you like to hear them? Always. Yeah. Okay. Best man left bleeding after hitting the head with flying dildo. <laughs> that relates- Sherman Clump. <laughs> <laughs> or. Cow bummer and cat fingerer flee open prison. Okay, that's that's um, that's alarming, but okay. Interesting. This this is a good one. Are prostitutes getting screwed? <laughs> if they're not, you've got to kind of wonder if they're prostitutes, really, haven't you? Yeah. And my my favourite of them all, Gordon Ramsay, sex dwarf, found dead in badger set. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Interesting, that. All right. So, hit us with a cool story, bro. So, this week's cool story is... Man jailed for attacking stranger with a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This is coming from the 10th of March. Um, uh, the London Metro, as always. 
Love the Metro. And it says, it hasn't been a good week for seagulls. (laughs) (laughs) First one was killed by a monkey that plucked it from the air at Chester Zoo. And now one has been used to cause GBH. (laughs) I'd like to know what else happened at Chester Zoo. But Paul Elkham, 29, picked up a live seagull then threw it at a stranger before he launched a vicious attack, <laughs> kicking and punching him. I don't do no violence of any thought. That's fucking amazing. Oh. <laughs> All right, you, eat seagull, cunt. <laughs> Who does that? Um, <coughs> the assault was so violent that he left his victim with a broken jaw, Plymouth Crown Court was told. He was on his way home. How big's the fucking seagull? <laughs> I know. I just imagine this being like worms when they got like the home. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was amazing. I love that game. The Holy Grail. Oh, that was insane, that game. Oh. Um, Plymouth Crown Court told uh, he was on his way home from a two day drink and drugs bender when he came across the seagull, which was lying in the road injured. Oh, he was already injured. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> Um, Don't, because you'll have, you'll have seagull welfare charities on us now. I know. We're going to have shit as it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he then started showing it to people in a nearby shop before throwing it at a victim. What the hell? <laughs> right, mate. Want to buy a seagull? <laughs> Wings are fucked. Look but... at this. <laughs> um, Elkham then beat him with his fists, feet and a belt before launching the seagull. Oh, so the seagull didn't cause the broken jaw. It was more the combination of that and Probably. the seagull. Yeah. Um, as a re- result of the random attack, he was jailed for over a year and was given another two weeks for failing to show up to his trial. Most of his mates have said that he will never get another girlfriend. What has that got to do with anything? Girlfriend. Oh, a girlfriend. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was me again at the end. Oh, well, that was cool story, bro. Um... Are we going to say cool story, bro? Cool story, no. What do you reckon? There needs to be another option, doesn't there? No, I'm going cool story, bro, because I I like the fact that someone got beaten with a seagull. I don't like the idea of it was like, you know, a live animal being used as a weapon. But no, I, I I think I like the surrealism of it, the fact that someone's beat someone up with a live animal. But it's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous, but. I wouldn't say it's uh, a cool story. I'd say it's a fucked up story. But um... I'm not condoning anyone beating people up with seagulls. I'm going to be very clear on this before more fucking emails come in. But yeah. no, it's, I, I, I think it's a funny. I think it's funny. And mm. I don't care if you think I'm sick. <laughs> not fast. Not fast. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is to provide you with entertainment anyway. So um, like, like Chris said, we don't condone it. Yeah, we don't condone it. We're not saying go out and do this. It's something that made us chuckle. And seriously, why have we got to say shit like this? Just know that it's something that's made us laugh and, you know, because, carry on living, living your life, you pro. Because Karen will be on the phone. Oh, Karen. Oh, Karen. It, fucking, it was Karen about the fucking, um, the turtle fucking fingering, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway, right, more, anyway, more of that shit next time. Yeah, all right. So we're on to a brand new segment. So those of you who listen to the Drunk Cast mm. um, will have heard us talking about randomy, randomy things. So now we've got um, we, we've integrated this into our lovely show, and this is a brand new segment called Totally Topical. <laughs> That's lovely. That is. <laughs> all right 
Oh, wow. There we are. So That was lovely. I spent time working on my jingles this week. Um, <laughs> all right, so the first thing to discuss in Totally Topical is... Well, actually, Martin, pick a number one, two, or three. Uh, two. Two. He's picked number two. That was a passionate two. Ooh. I love that. <laughs> if you could have one superpower for a day, what would it be and why? Ooh. Uh, superpower. Can you say to have all of the superpowers? A superpower. Oh. A superpower. Okay. That is a tough one because there's a lot of good ones. Um, the classic ones, like to have invisibility, isn't it? People. That, yeah. That's like kind of when I thought about this question, I was like, oh, do you know, try and beat that because that, that's a great thing to have mm. invisibility for the day. Yeah, I was. I'm, I'm sort of leaning on that. Yeah. Yeah. All I, right. Let's kick that to touching. Can't have it. Okay. Oh, not loud. Let's push yeah. the envelope here, guys. Maybe like <laughs> maybe like super speed or something like that. Okay. Would be cool. Like like dash from the uh, the Incredibles. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just so you can get around the world in like next to no time. Isn't it weird that like the moment I said dash from the Incredibles, I was just just about to say like mm-hmm. you totally plow his mum as well when you totally plow his mum. <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, We're like, going down April O'Neil category here, uh, territory here. I'm not a turtle. <laughs> Definitely finger elastic girl. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Be like really like flexible. <laughs> How? To be fair, though, Mr. Incredible's been in there already, so <laughs> it's going to be like a horse's collar, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe that's why she's called Elastic Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. Um, question hang on let me just mark this so we can edit that bit out um to go. this is off script um it's fucking not you can edit this out but yeah I probably won't uh, <laughs> she's stretchy right yeah so when um what's his name Mr. Incredible Mr. Incredible when he's um you know plowing her pl- yeah that how far does it go chiddock <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a long way. We know because she just carries on stretching. Yeah, yeah. But she must have some control over like the the kind of the tightness of her, her stretching. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, just stretch there. It's fine. Oh, that's good. That's the spot. Uh. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, not, I've not thought about it those yeah, yeah. So I just like, yeah, yeah I like plow you. Wouldn't it be like a super stretch Armstrong though, when you like stretch it so far and it just doesn't revert back to how? It <laughs> yeah, that's probably what she's like afterwards. But she's, <laughs> yeah. she's just like like in knots on the floor, and you're like, oh, I sort that out a bit. <laughs> I need a kip. No, I was thinking. Um... Anyway, so if you had to have a super <laughs> for a day and it couldn't be invisibility, I would um... probably go. I don't know if this is a bit of a lame one, but I'd probably go with like. You know what Bruce Willis has got in um Oh uh what's that film called? Ah Unbreakable. <laughs> Unbreakable, yeah. yes. So you just can't get ill, can't get hurt. You know, it's not super strength necessarily, is it? It's, um, You've only got it for one day. One day, oh okay. That changes everything. It does say for a day. It does. Alright, if it was for life, I'd go for that one. Yeah, it's not, it's for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for a day. X-ray specs? Way ahead of him. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> <laughs> you po! 
perverts. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe, maybe um, gills. Girls? <laughs> Just want to get me some gills. No, I reckon either wings or gills, like, to experience mm. that for a day would be cool. Like, wings would be amazing. Yeah. Be able to fly or be able to do, breathe underwater. Definitely one of those two, I think. Yeah. Imagine that, like, just under the bottom of the sea. I think I'd, I'd definitely... I'd, swimming would be, like, a bit shit because it's fucking freezing. But, like, flying, yeah. I suppose it's the same out there. And it's oh, yeah, but it comes along with, with it. So if you're, uh, you're under the sea, you've got, like, skin that adapts to it and you can you don't feel the cold and stuff i would like to um vortex so basically just create like a, a gap in time and just disappear through it and turn up somewhere else oh like matey off of um doctor strange um wong yes he gets that like spinning circle doesn't he yeah literally go right okay and, and now i'm in i'm in hong kong yeah now i'm in london that that should be great that's cool, actually. Nip into a bank, rob a load of shit, nip out of the bank, right? <laughs> I'd worry about flying anywhere, just, you know, go on all these places, it'd be great. That's not a bad idea, actually, because if you only got it for a day... It's similar to invisibility, but you're just using kind of the whole fact that time is the, you know, you're kind of invisible because you can be there through a split second of time and go. So yeah. It's kind of cheating, but... That's cool. That's what I go for. Uh, what did you, did you say it was... Yeah, super speed. Super speed. Then yeah. we started talking about finger and elastic. That was it, yeah. Got weird. a bit lost, yeah. Super speed people yeah. cool as well. Apologies yeah. about that. Um, all right. One or three, James? Three. Do aliens exist? Yes or no? Uh, has anyone got Tom DeLong's number? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I have. <laughs> um, I'm going to go no. Uh, I think we're the alien. So aliens do exist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, They've got to. What I mean, what are the odds of it? This this is just one small fucking planet in a, in a, a solar system that's part of galaxy. Mm. And the odds of there just literally being yeah. us have, have got to be so fucking small. Is this a similar question to does God exist? No, because we all know the answer to that. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... To me, it's... it's hey, well, I'll go to church on Sunday. <laughs> oh, you can tell those pricks from me. <laughs> it sits in the same box as God, really. No, it doesn't. Because... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm only being... I'm, I'm being a dick. Because, right, so if someone says, right, um, do you believe in ghosts? And they go, yeah. Goats. No, ghosts. Right, okay. And you go, they go, yeah. And then you go, do you believe in God? And they go, no. Mm. To me, they, they're the same category as well. Like, you can't... Yeah. It's a difficult question, that one. Um, it is, and possibly a little bit too deep, <laughs> only because we start talking about religion. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd like to think that we're not the only creatures in the universe. You know, mm. it's kind of it's a little bit naive to maybe think that it's just us. That that's the only thing for me. It's just like I kind of think like they, it's literally just us. That just seems a bit, a bit far fetched in the expanse of time and stuff like that. That it can only be us. Um. Whereas religion is very much a case of which, like, you know, mm. the words of Ricky Gervais, you follow a God, okay, which one? You know, yeah. there's, there's so many and yeah. it's, it, it, that to me is just folklore. And that's kind of, that's that's how I see all of that. It's uh, it's something that's been passed down from gener- generation to generation and it's, it's, that, it's folklore. that classic thing though, isn't it? Who, who made the maker? You know, um, if, if there's a God and the God made us, who made the God and so on and so forth. And yeah. same way with the universe, you know. Yeah. Like physics can prove it. Yeah. Just saying. If you want to talk about my. 
Yeah. No. Fucking hell, the emails we're going to get about this. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to move on to our last subject in Totally Topical. Oh, Martin, this is tough for me. <laughs> would you be really big or really small for the day? And what would you do? Because how tall are you? Uh, six foot four. Six foot four. Yeah. You're quite tall. Yeah. Would you be even bigger or would you be smaller for the day? And what would you do? Um... That's a tough one, actually. So when we when it's in really big, like giant size, I yeah. guess, like, or would you be like, you know, um, a borrower? I, yeah, that's tough because yeah. I think if you're really tall, I mean, I, I sort of, uh, you know, I'm taller than a lot of people, so I already know. Obviously, it'd be like massive, like nine foot, I assume, or taller. However, you want to be <laughs> twenty foot skyscraper. Yeah, King Kong. Um, sky's the limit. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. But then I also think it'd be cool to be really small. However, as I'm thinking about that, you lend yourself to being hunted by cats. Insects. Insects. Yeah. Like we We've you... all seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's more scary, though? Being hunted by those smaller things or being huge and then having, like, planes firing at you and... Yeah, I think like inconspicuous is definitely the the smaller one, isn't it? Because you're not mm. a fucking giant, but quite literally, but, yeah. <laughs> like, like being a giant is kind of like okay, well, I can you know, I can BFG this shit. I can you know, I, I can walk across several countries in in mm. five minutes. That's not an issue. But yeah, yeah you're just going to get shot. And... Yeah, you can't hide, but you can bash the shit out of anything mm. if uh, people try and attack you for a day. You also be you'll be really wary of where you walk. Yeah, because at the end of that day, if you're in Antarctica, you're fucked. Because you're going to be normal size and you've got to get home. Mm. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I don't think you can answer that question. Small. Okay. <laughs> but where would you go? Like, I think, because you, if you're out in the wild, you're just going to get eaten by cats, insects, mice, hedgehogs. I Anything, really. I, I haven't thought about hedgehogs. Damn it. Yeah. Um, Tadger, even. <laughs> yeah. All right, massive, massive. I want to be a massive Tadger. <laughs> like, I, I fuck up Godzilla. <gasps> Tadger versus Godzilla. Anyway, let's move on to the big bucket of bullshit. <laughs> Recorded. I'm loving these. Great might, fun. might change them up week on week. Okay, so last from the drunk cast, we basically had uh, Benjamin Bjornjman Garbett. Um, oh, Benjamin <laughs> um, gave us the uh, the really tough task of going out on a first date, which we're going to do. It's yes, good. we didn't do it for this episode, but we're going to do it because I have bought us tickets to go and watch none other than. The Wonder Years. Awesome. Not the TV show. So we're going on a mandate. A mandate. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. And we're going to go for a, a dinner. We should go to that Mexican place where you, <laughs> you had the burrito. Yeah, I basically... Was it like Mexico or something like that? I think it's called Burrigo or Mexico or something yeah. like that, yeah. And I couldn't work out how you unwrap the things. 
you had to do the walk of shame to <laughs> yeah. the carrot and ask for a knife and fork to eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we had these massive burritos and then played a show mm. and it was just fucking hanging. All right, yeah, we're gonna um we're gonna record the episode on audio. Uh, not the episode, the the mandate on audio, so you can listen back to us. Yeah, having a meal. Yep. Um, obviously, not going to record any of the Wonder Years show though, because that would be um, pirating. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to go watch Wonder Years in and the old fire station in Bournemouth, which is a really small venue for such a big brand. Yeah. So looking forward to that. It's going to be sweaty. Martina Jalapeno, you're going to be in attendance as well. I will. Yeah. Just yeah. you know, might be a bit of a third wheel on the date, but you never know. <laughs> That's all right. Well, <laughs> do you want to join us for the date, Martin? Uh, well, I mean, if I see you guys, um, yeah. that's a total brush off, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've got bigger fish to fry. So, <laughs> you know. I thought you were vegan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we could go to a vegan restaurant. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I don't mind vegan food. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Whatever. Don't mind. Yeah. Maybe good fun. So yeah, so that that was kind of like it's not like any of the other big buckets of bullshit where we're having to like eat fucking mm. chili sauce and sing songs. That's just a uh, yeah. We're gonna go and uh, watch a band, drink some beer, and uh... yeah. Thanks for that, Ben. Yeah, um, yeah appreciate that. One, no, mate. Thank that'll, you. That'll come up at some other point. We have somebody that's wrote a message in for us. Okay, and it's from. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Suspense. <laughs> it's from Magaluf Mandy. <laughs> Magaluf Mandy, bonjour. Bonjour, she's Spanish. And she says, um, please go and try Juicy Drop Blasts and sample them during the Big Bucket of Bullshit. They are sour as shit. Well, I've never ate shit, um, yeah. but if it is sour, okay, well... That... Um, and she says you've got to do it, sample them in your best Forrest Gump voices. Okay. So, Martin, I don't know if you can eat these or not, being a vegan boy, but they are Are from... you vegan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They are from Bazooka Candy Brands, and they are called Juicy Drop Blasts. I'm going to open these a minute while... Oh, so we're doing this this week? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is happening now. Sweet. <laughs> oh, look at this. Are they individually wrapped? They are. Oh, my days. Oh. Oh, these are... So these are multiple different flavours, like apple and strawberry and shiz. Cherry what's, what's, yeah, um, I'll, I'll cherry. Chris is going to go cherry. All right, pop me cherry. Oh, is that blueberry or grape or something? Raspberry? That's the dog shit flavour. I'm going to go apple. My days. Um, These look like suppositories. Let's wait, wait for Martin in a minute. Sorry, I'm getting all, all excited. They look like a bad fisherman's friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean Seamus from Family Guy. <laughs> Who is a bad fisherman's friend? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Right, man. Any any luck? You texting or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just um, just texting my side piece at the moment. No, he's just he's just cancelling his plans for the Heard of Wonder Years gig now because he's going to come to the vegan restaurant with us. Um, Jellison, apparently. Oh, oh you bastards! Uh, maybe you can commentate then whilst we sample these. Okay. Or you can give us the Forrest Gump lines. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yep. Go. Um, I'm trying to obviously life is like a box of chocolates that's a given but yeah alright let's start with that one try that one oh it's a little bit sour isn't it not much eh life is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're going to get <laughs> that wasn't really um, for us was it I gotta find Baba they're not very sour at all 
Oh, this one is. Just exploded. Um, okay. Oh. Next next line. Shall I, shall I give these? Yeah, go for them. Uh, it's not really a line. It's more of an ex, uh, exclamatory sentence. All right. Uh, say or shout, Lieutenant Dan, in your, <laughs> in your uh, forest voice. Followed right. by, you got magic legs. Chris, what flavour you got there? Lemon. Lemon. That's a bit more sour. Oh, I got cola. Lieutenant Dan, you got magic legs. <laughs> Jenny. Why don't you love me, Jenny? Um, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about, um, the good thing about Vietnam, there was always something to do. <laughs> Say that. Um, what was the guy in the wheelchair with, um, that got his legs blown off? That's, uh, Lieutenant Dan. That's Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. It feels like I haven't seen it before. Um, yeah, these aren't very sour. They are literally quite comfortable. Yeah. Like, fang, uh, tangfastics. Tangfastics, fantastic. Oh, Tangfastics. Yeah. They're they're worse. Um, Thank you, Magaluf Mandy. Yeah, but, they're, um, right. they're not bad. These are just normal sweets. Mm. They're a little bit. This is a bit like a refresher. Cheers. Right. So, out of the La big bucket this week, we need to. Uh, oops. Oh. Put some more in there. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? What's big bucket of bullshit. Gonna be. Oh, it's the big bucket of bullshit. <laughs> 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 okay. What is it? Um, I'm eating another one of these. Alternative three. listening. Yeah. From Shitney Beards. Rate your top three Taylor Swift songs and reasons why. I fucking love Taylor Swift. I'm all over that. Mm. Love a bit of Taylor. Okay. We can do that. Yeah, cool. Okay. Martin, are you going to put something into the big bucket for us for next week? No! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm going to put my enormous testicles into it. (laughs) Yeah, I can do it if you want. Um, Yeah, all right. It's kind of a tradition, yeah. Yeah. Not on the spot, but if you're... Before we um, before we set the dogs on you, if you just want to um, yeah pop pop something in the bucket, that'd be lovely. Okay, I, yeah. Oh, I can't think of anything right now, but I will I will put one. That's in. fine. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got fourteen minutes until your car gets clamped, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Coming up next time is Ten. letter L. Letter L. Oh, letter L. Yeah. Who's it going to be? Could right. Be, could be Limp Biscuit next week. Oh, Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even thought about I just figured they were like new metal and they weren't alt rock or punk pop Uh, same with um, Limp Biscuit, really they're probably both new metal really aren't they yeah let live a little bit too far in that it's going to be a tricky one it is anyway (laughs) and you can join us next (laughs) week when we will be telling you all about the letter L and which band we choose. Jay, have you got anything to add to these I lovely people? not. Just keep your uh, feedback coming through. Send us your stories. Yeah, thank you um, for downloading and enjoying our stuff. It's always good when we see the stats come through and really appreciate it. Um, 
Martino Jalapino, it's been a pleasure having you on again, my friend. Thanks, mate. And um, yeah, we uh, we hope to see you back again soon. He will and, be back. Um, yes. He will be back. Cool. All right. Cheers. Take Cheers. care. Bye. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Selfish <laughs>